0: Let's pray together. Loving God, in a time of sadness, why should we speak about joy? Because we need to endure in your joy. It is the breath of life from you and your Holy Spirit that keeps us alive, dear Lord. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will breathe into these words a vision of endurance and hope that in your time and in your way and through your grace and power will lead us to your everlasting joy. We pray for this now in the blessed name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Good morning. I'm sorry that this isn't a day that may be joyful for us, Our loss of Jeannie Beth Willa King, our very loved church member and friend, is a tragedy that tears into our hearts deeply. And we'll celebrate her life and her eternal life with her family in this place Thursday at 10 a.m. And here today, we'll, we'll try to explore the same question that Jeannie struggled with and that we all struggle with sometimes. How can I endure? How can I live through what seems like a never-ending series of events that can rob us of our spirit and our joy? We ask this today in part because Jean was so loved for being such a powerful ambassador for God's everlasting joy. From her singing, her teaching our children, her deep friendship with our church community and our local community, and her encouraging us in faith so powerfully. Jeannie was a wonderful ambassador for Christ. Yet in the middle of her powerful Christian witness, she struggled to endure. I don't think that her struggles were in spite of her faith. She endured her struggles using Her faith, amen. Faith was her wonderful tool of joy to help her endure life's challenges. Every day we have choices as to how we are going to live our lives, and often we don't have a choice about the challenges we face when we make those choices, right? Stacks of bills may look just as high as the other day or higher. Our own health problems or those of our loved ones may seem just as bad or perhaps even worse. And on any day, news headlines are trying to sell us the latest scandal, the latest tragedy, the latest evil outrage, things that can consume our joy if we let them. No, we don't have a lot of choice in what today will bring us. But we do get to choose what we bring to today. Amen? We get to choose what we bring to today through our faith. As we read today in the New Testament letter to the Hebrews, the lives of faithful people in the Old Testament gave them choices that needed faith. There were moments of triumph, like when Moses led the Israelites through the parted seas and other moments of great leadership, but there were also moments of real tragedy and punishment and torture and banishment and brutal executions for people of faith who stood by the one true God in face of evil. And many of the early Christians reading about these leaders of faith in this letter had experienced the same things because they chose day by day to stand by the same God revealed in Jesus Christ. Jesus offered them something to help them endure that the leaders of the Old Testament did not have. The hope of everlasting joy, now and forever, in Jesus. Hebrews says, God provided something better for us, so they wouldn't be made perfect without us. Jesus is God's eternal answer to today that God's power to help us endure in God's joy will never die today or tomorrow or ever. A promise forged on our cross and in an empty grave in Jesus. Jesus is God's promise that God's joy will, will, will always endure in ways that we alone cannot endure on our own. Jesus revealed to us in the New Testament and in God's living presence today on this earth, the ultimate ending to God's story. And the ending is this. God wins. God will always win. God will never lose. The only question is when and how deeply we will receive that story with joy into our hearts and make it our story. And when we accept God's story as the story of our lives, the lives that we live now, then we will know what it takes to endure anything and everything, always, including our human limitations, limitations that define the boundaries of our part in God's story. In God's story, God's revealed what, that we will always fall short we will always stumble we will always have arms way too short to box with god and through faith in jesus christ we will always have a god who will remind us in the middle of our limitation that's okay i made you that way you're not jesus but you can be a piece of jesus a morsel of christ a piece of the puzzle that turns into God's eternal joy on earth as it is already in heaven. And God says, I will help you every day to do this, always. God will help us and everyone to endure as a morsel of Christ every single day. It seems pretty simple, but it's not always easy because it means that we have to make hard choices at times. To make choices that lead to enduring joy, we have to accept we need more than ourselves or a group of people who we feel most comfortable with to find that endurance in Jesus. And the early Christians who heard this letter to the Hebrews, they were a tight, small group, yet they were together not because of the most natural bonds of friendship or family ties, but because they had divided, decided to become members of God's family. And God's family challenges us to become somebody more as a morsel of Christ, more than our human limitations would ask us to be. In 1914, the English explorer Ernest Shackleton set sail for Antarctica, In a wooden ship with a crew of 28 men. The ship was named Endurance. Their plan was to land on one side of Antarctica and to cross the entire continent by way of the South Pole. That was their plan to endure and find joy, but it wasn't God's plan. Their ship became trapped in thick sea ice and it was crushed by the ice as if it were a toothpick, and they barely escaped off that boat with their lives, and they had just a few lifeboats and some limited supplies, thousands of miles from civilization. They were a tight crew, and and they were well-led, but they were called to an entirely different mission of endurance than what they'd signed up for. And led by Shackleton, they dragged their lifeboats across the sea ice until it began to break up underneath their feet near the open ocean. And then they rowed as best they could to a barren island where penguins lived. Without a radio, though, far from civilization, they were as good as dead. So they, they rigged up one of the lifeboats as a crude sailboat, and Shackleton and two of his crew sailed 900 miles in that little rowboat sailboat across some of the worst ocean storms on the planet to the small and rugged island of South Georgia. And two of them crossed the steep, snowy mountains of that island and then finally reached a whaling ship base on the far island, side of the island where they could radio for help. And then, in the middle of World War I, they convinced the British government to send a ship to rescue the stranded crew. And in 1916, a ship arrived at Elephant Island in Antarctica. All 28 men of the ship Endurance survived. They endured a mission that God had prepared for them that led to the joyful rescue Even with their enormous efforts together, even with all of their trust in one another and waiting, salvation ultimately for them was in God's hands. And God delivered. This is the endurance that God calls us into through faith in Jesus Christ. Christian endurance is not holding out until we get what we want. Christian endurance is holding on to God until God brings us into what God wants. Christian endurance is not about holding out for the victory in front of our family, our friends, our church, our community, or the media. Christian endurance is about holding on for God's victory in our hearts and over our choices that we make with our heart as we expand the horizons of our joy far beyond who and what could possibly provide them. When salvation in Christ is our goal for endurance, our choices that lead us to God's joy change fundamentally. And Jesus, the Son of God and the Son of humanity, knew this. He warns us and his followers today in our reading from Luke's Gospel that our most trusted and intimate human relationships would be drastically affected by our choice to endure in God's promise of joy in Jesus. All of a sudden, our families may not be our families the way that they used to be. Jesus doesn't want to hurt our families. But Jesus knows what's coming for our families and all the families Of God's world like a wooden ship waiting to be crushed by thick ice we can miss the signs of the times that God puts right in front of our noses many things that we counted on for our endurance won't endure they won't bring us God's joy our tightest human relationships as the focus of our lives will not endure to deliver us into the joy of salvation in Jesus alone. Without Jesus as the center of our common salvation, our common mission, our lives made common and one piece in Jesus, then we'll never be a part of God's story of salvation in Jesus, meant not just for us, but for all of God's world. My friends, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming for all of God's world. Jesus has a boat waiting to offer us salvation. But the boat only comes when we ask for salvation and endure in God's promises of salvation. And the boat brings us to a world at war with God that needs salvation. We're going to need a bigger boat for Jesus than we've asked for or imagined. And by God's grace and in God's Holy Spirit, we can build that boat together for us and for all of God's world. And I invite you and your families to endure in Jesus and to be the people who invite everybody, everybody we can into God's joy of salvation in Jesus. We who have breath in God, in God's Holy Spirit, have the privilege to do that together. Amen. Our hymn of response is Faith. Please be seated. It is time now for the prayers of the people. When we lift up our joys and concerns, certainly first and foremost is, are the family and friends of Jeanie Beth Willa King. We mourn their loss, which is our loss, so deeply. We pray for the family of John Langer, also in mourning. We pray for Gracie Thede, who is fighting non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And we pray for Jan and Tom and their family and their endurance in the middle of these struggles. We pray for our community. Somebody in our prayer jar said, please pray for my mother's boyfriend's sister to recover from cancer and beat it. Also, have more, uh, have more chance, I think it says, for her to live. I think that's in a lot of our hearts for a lot of our loved ones today. I pray also in, in gratitude for Brian and his family coming back from a, a joyful vacation in Florida. In the middle of this, we should always remember the things that we can be grateful for and give us joy. The simple things, the things that give us breath. Let's pray together as God's people. Loving God, creator of every beat of our heart and every breath of our lives, we thank you for your abundance and your strength. Almighty God, who came to us in flesh as Jesus and lives with us in your Holy Spirit that we may live in Jesus. Hear our cries for healing, our cries for healing hearts, our cries for hope in eternal life, our cries for comfort, our cries for the healing of the flesh, the healing of a nation, the healing of a world. We pray for peace, dear Lord, in our hearts. We pray to feel the breath that comes from you upon our face brushing up against us and reminding us how much we are loved. Help us to breathe that breath in and to breathe it out as your people in Christ. Let that breath transform us in the middle of everything that we need to endure, that we may trust in your joy. Every step of the way in our lives. Even in our human limitations, dear Lord, we trust in your limitless love as we pray in singing the prayer that Jesus taught us as printed in the insert. Father. Thank you, loving God, for the joy of your love that sets us free. As instruments of grace, we are ready to present our tithes and our offerings to the honor and glory of the God who loves us in this life and beyond this life as we can never even imagine. Help us to be that love in the world now. There is endurance, there is joy, there is hope, there is strength in our God, and we're so grateful for them all. And I am ever so grateful for every single one of you being faithful in your presence here today. Let's go from this place with hope by saying our charge to keep. Enduring faith makes God's eternal promises in Jesus the only way to interpret our lives and God's world. God's story will win. God has won us God will win everything forever. Endure in the God who will be our enduring victory. And now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. And may the God of enduring and everlasting love that brings us to joy lift up God's countenance upon us and grant us peace now and forever, and may the people so wonderfully loved by God say, Amen. Amen. Bless you